Hello and welcome to Trapped Emotions Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm your other host, Tyler. So, uh, the last few episodes, we've been getting into, you know, some things in Tyler's posts. Um, we're going to get a little deeper and see how it affects his personal relationship. So, he's going to re- read something for you, and then we'll get into it. Um, I hope you notice we, we got mics that work, actually. So, let us know how the audio quality is this time. We're kind of pumped about it. We've got a new camera, too, so the, uh, the visuals should be a little better. So, all right. It's on you, Tyler. All right. So... The name of this is starting to identify because as we've been going through this, like, you know, episode one, two, and three, we really focused a lot on the emotional and mental pain. Now we're starting to identify a lot of the character defects that keep coming up in our everyday life, right? So, so I suffer from self-doubt, self-hatred, fear of abandonment, anxiety, depression, codependency, anger, resentment, survivor's guilt. I want you to stay, but I want you to leave because I can't be what anyone wants me to be. But I don't want want to lose people, but I try to protect myself from pain. So I hurt myself before anybody else hurts me. I am broken, and only I can fix me. But I want someone else to fix me so I can be the martyr <clears throat> and the victim. When it falls apart, I can blame them. I feel the rain coming down, asking for God to take take all this pain, but hear no answers. When the sun, when's the sun gonna shine? I can't believe shit's come to this, but like Usher, I gotta let my soul burn, right? I get in these relationships with people. When they are going great, I run, and I run because of the fear of having an actual healthy relationship. I am so used to things being toxic, and to be honest, I love the chaos of it being toxic. So when something healthy comes along, I am going to just burn it down so I can sit in misery and say, See, I told you, and play the victim, and act like they act like they make a monster out of me. But reality of it is, I have strong trauma from life that I can never dealt, dealt with. And I hide in codependency, which is big. Mm-hmm. So if it's healthy, I push it out the door. I am very, I am very impractical, to be honest. I am very mentally, I'm very mentally delicate, and I hide it. In reality, I must work, I must work on learning to forgive myself for past mistakes, for past failures, having to focus on rediscovering myself and learning how to fully love myself. I must admit my character defects and shortcomings in order to heal i must identify why i do things i do let me out change is coming change is coming needed to be ready for for it change the mind by identifying the character defects and shortcomings and then the next the next one we're going to do is going to be really ridiculous and like i almost don't want to do the next one but you know that's where we're at right now so yeah i mean so so you know like we saw the progression of where you were mentally you know with your suicidal thoughts in the last few episodes and just Mm -hmm. like not knowing where to go and now like it's getting Mm -hmm. to the part where it's affecting your personal relationships and you're really getting into how much it it does affect them and I can relate to that because that's why we started talking. 
because yeah. of both of us having you know similar r- relationship issues, and I can relate a hundred percent to being in a relationship and just waiting for it to go wrong, you know. And I think I self sabotage so many times, and and not only that, I felt that whenever a relationship was going a way that I didn't want it to go, I would shut down immediately and do what I could to get out of that relationship, whether it be push the other person away and, you know, whatever I had to do to make sure that I didn't get hurt anymore. So who wants to get hurt, you know? Yeah. And and that's the thing. Absolutely. I, you know, most of my, you know, relationships caused a lot of pain. I mean, absolutely, right? <clears throat> and the biggest thing for me is like, I get into, like, sometimes I'll get into these relationships with people, and it's almost scary, right? Like, it's scary when things are going good, because it's like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not ready for this. And, like, then we start picking them apart, right? I start picking apart, like, oh, that insecurity of theirs is so crazy, and, like, I can't deal with it, and then we play the victim, you know what I mean? Or at least I do, right? I can't mm-hmm. say we. I, say, I mean, in all reality, like, I do. And then, you know, like I always tell people, like, you're you're one of three people in somebody's story, right? I'm either a hero in your story, a villain in your story, or I, or I don't matter, right? And, like, I understand that. And for me, like, I almost, I almost want to be the villain in everybody's story, right? Because, like, it's easier, right? And, like, you know, I try to protect myself from, like, that self-hurt. But, like, in all reality, that's why I talk about, like, you know, I want you to go, but I want you to stay. And, like, oh, see, you left. Like, I knew I was right, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I try to push people away. This isn't just intimate relationships. You know what I mean? Like, I do this for friends. I do this with family where, like, I'm always almost testing people. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like, where we're almost testing them into the, like, to prove that I'm right. And a lot of that, man, is because I struggle with these trust issues, where like we all do but like you know like i look at it like man like you know we were just talking before this about like when i was dating that girl and like she cheated on me with a guy from work right and like sure like i had a part to play and all that but like damn like i wasn't cheating on her so like i looked at it in that aspect like i never cheated on her but like so like she's the bad guy well i mean in all reality like there's other issues like it takes two people right so but it's easier to blame somebody else and take responsibility for our own actions because why would i want to do that you know what i mean yeah. so you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, and, and it's, it's crazy you know like i was thinking about when you were talking i was thinking about what we talked about earlier that you know we kind of disagreed on the whole red flags thing. Oh, Jesus. And <laughs> in the fact that I believe that we go into a relationship expecting certain things out of it. And because of that expectation, at least for me, I ignored so many red flags. Boy, be- did I. You know? <laughs> like, I wanted them to be how I wanted them to be. And I, I had hoped that they would change into the person that I needed to be in a relationship with. And so when they didn't live up to that, after I ignored all these red flags, 
that's when I would start to detach from them. And that's yeah. when I would start to distance myself and, and then find a reason to leave them so I could, you know, be the victim and say, oh, well, you know, I tried, but they did this to me, so I had to leave. And you know how many times I've done that in the past? Like, really thinking about it right now, you know, I was always the victim. And I didn't really take responsibility for my part in this situation. Like, the fact that there's certain, you know, exes that I, I chose to be with that weren't anywhere were, that I was. And, and they weren't heading the same places that I wanted to be. But I tried so hard to manipulate them into going the same place, and it never worked out. And then they were the bad guy. When, you know, realistically, I should have just left it alone and not even tried to pursue a relationship with someone who wasn't going the same places that I was. I mean, do you really believe that? Yeah. Because, like, I, I, I guess I don't, right? And I guess this is why I differ from you, is because I don't necessarily think that I've gotten with people that aren't, are not on the same level, so to say. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's that, like, we grow within a relationship. And it was like, you know, I want to go, I want to go right, you want to go left. And, like, from there we kind of grow apart, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I also think of it, like, now, now, right, like, present day now, I think because... God forbid I tried, I'm, I'm trying to go on this dating scene again, which is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever seen, you know. This dude's asking me, is this girl real? Do you know this person? Yeah, like, he thinks if I don't know that, not <laughs> they're a, not real. Not only that, though, like, I'm tired of people using filters, right? Like, oh, okay. yeah, like, come on, man, like, be your real self. Like, I'll be watching these people, like, I, that's not what you look like in real life. Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? But that's neither here nor yeah, there, right? Yeah. Back to the top. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, like, being back on, on this scene, like, I, I've realized, like, man, if if we could just be honest with each other up front, right? And this is where you and I differ, right? Is because I think I want to know this shit up front, right? Like, I want to know, do you have insecurities? What are they? Right? And these are some of my insecurities and some of my <clears throat> issues I have. And I want to know yours, too, because I want to know up front so I can make a conscious decision. Do I want to go down this road with you or am I out? Right. Because I would much rather do that now than spend two, three years in a relationship where that insecurity shows up. And I'm like, oh, shit, this isn't what I signed up for. And it's like, man, I don't. You know, and then you almost feel stuck, or at least I do, right? Because I've been in relationships before where it's like I feel stuck, like I want out, but like I'm not, right? Because I'm like, I'm like stuck in the whole concept of like I want out, but I don't want out. Is this real? Is this not real? And like, man, if we would just be upfront in the beginning, right? Like, man, we could get, we could deal. We don't have to waste as much time with each other, right? Is kind of the way I feel with it. <laughs> I feel that. I don't know why. It's funny. It's real. Like I mean, it's real. You know what I mean? No, see, I feel that, and and I want to go back to what we were talking about before, and then I'll and then I'll hit on that. Oh, I can't cause wait. Because you know that we have different you know perspectives on that. On everything. But, but so, <clears throat> you know, when you were talking about someone not growing with you, like that's the red flag that I ignored. You know, I was I was getting with you know these women who 
weren't growing. They weren't going anywhere. They didn't want to grow. They they were stuck in the same cycle. And here I am doing whatever I can to grow every single day, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and they're staying stagnant. You know, by the time I got to the end of the relationship, I wasn't the same person that got into it in the beginning. So I'd completely lost all interest in them. And that was my fault because, like I said, that was something that I should have paid attention to in the beginning. You know, so I think that's one of my red flags that I ignored. Where is this person going? Are are we going, you know, the same place? Are are we on, you know, two parallel lines right next to each other? And most of the cases, all of the cases were no. You know, that answer was no. See, I don't know if I believe that. <clears throat> right? Okay. And that's why we why we differ is because like I don't think it's necessary. So I think for me, and let me speak for me, right, is it's almost like I'm afraid to grow with somebody, right? Because like I said, like, if things start going healthy, I want to leave, right? Afraid to grow. I'm really? A, I'm afraid to grow with someone. And it's because, like, I, and like, I justify it by saying they're not growing, right? But they are. Everybody grows. You think? They're just not growing at the capacity that I think I want them to do. But right? do you think you really think that everybody grows? Like yeah. everybody is interested in bettering themselves. You don't think one hundred percent people out there that are just stagnant I, in themselves and not willing to sure, change at all. Sure, there's people out there that like you know there's people out here that are like, yo, I'm cool where I'm at, and they're just happy with where they're at. Who am I to say you should be going somewhere different, right? And I think that's kind of where I fall. Like, this is my character defect, too, mm -hmm. right? Is because I want you to be better than you probably want to be for yourself. But it doesn't mean that you're not okay with where you're at. And I look at it like you shouldn't be okay with this. But maybe they are, right? And that's where I falter at is because mm -hmm. I have to remember, like, just because I want to go over here doesn't mean that you want to. And it doesn't mean that you have to. Right. I think part of being in a, in the relationship is us having enough respect for each other. And what makes it healthy would be like, at least to me, I don't know, because shit, if I had a healthy relationship, I want to be back on a damn dating scene again. Right. But I think at least for me is like what makes something healthy is like the communication in a relationship where I can say, hey, I want to do this. And, like, I'm going to do this aspect of, like, where I'm trying to go. And, like, you don't necessarily have to go there with me. Because, like I say all the time, man, we don't have to be on the same page. But we at least got to be in the same book, right? Meaning, I, meaning I, I just need you to support me, right? So if I'm going over here, just support where I'm going. And, like, you don't necessarily have to go there. You're going to go there by default by being with me, right? Vice versa. Right. Because I've been with girls, too, that are like, yo, I'm trying to go over here. And I'm like, but I'm not like I'm cool over here because like I, that's where I was at that time. Right. And so here's the here's the problem. I don't give it enough time for that person to to say I want to be better. Right. I automatically get into and you know this because we've been friends for how many years where I get into this whole. OK, we got to go here. Let's go now. Right. And I'm like, let's go now. Squirrel. Yeah. I'm like, let's go now. And like that person might not be ready. So who am I to say, hey, you need to be ready to go 
to go over here when I want to go over here, right? I don't think that's growing together. I think that's communicating together. I think the growing together is where we are able to grow into a place where we can communicate open, honest, and like have that trust in that relationship that we know like back to the insecurities like here's what are your insecurities here's mine we can communicate so you don't have to worry about those when i'm over here you know what i mean yeah see and and going back to that so you know where we differ with that uh, the insecurities and you know you know talking about all that in the beginning i i get what you're saying it's it would be nice to know you know what someone's been through but at the same time I feel that full disclosure in the beginning of getting to know someone completely eliminates the mystery and it takes the <laughs> I don't want to be thrill. a mystery dog. But 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 that's how people are though. Yeah, like I like get people it. are more attracted to mystery and learning about someone. Yeah. You know, if someone comes up and tells me very forthright, like I just went through this, blah 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 blah, like when we first meet like I'm gonna I'm gonna be taken aback. Like whoa, slow down. You know, why don't you talk to me? Like, you know, what things do you like to do? Let's let's start with that. That sure. not your, you know, mental and emotional trauma. But I get what you're saying. It, it is nice to know things, but I think that that's the process of growth in getting to know someone is by disclosing things. You know, here and there as you go. When you get to know each other, if something comes up, then you talk about it. I mean, I, yes and no, right? Like, I see what you're saying. And, and, I, and I mean, obviously, I respect where you're coming from. But I think for me, it's like, I don't need to tell you, I don't need to go into the deep disclosure. And you don't need to go into deep disclosure up front. But, like, the, the insecurities come out, right? Where it's like, I need to be able to be like, you know what? Like, I do struggle with trust issues, for example, right? But I don't need to say I struggle with trust issues because, you know, they stem from when I was a little kid and, like, issues with my mom and feeling abandoned. Like, I don't need to go to that because, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I first meet you. That's a little crazy. It's a little yeah. much, right? A little much. But, like, knowing up front, like, okay, this person does struggle with trust issues. So that tells me that there's certain things in the relationship that I'm going to have to be willing to do to help that person grow through that trust issue with me, right? Because, like, if I have a trust issue with you, there's certain things, like, that you have done through the course of our relationship that, like, I don't have that issue with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely, there has to be, you know, a conversation in the beginning, you know, what to expect out of the relationship, you know, let the other person oh, yeah. to know what to expect out of me. Think I mean, because, like, I usually go into meeting someone and say, hey, th these are the three things that I value the most in a relationship. Honesty, effort, and communication. First of all, I believe that we have to be able to be honest about anything. You know, we don't necessarily have to disclose everything to someone, but if they ask, I'm the type that believes that we should be honest about it. And if you ask me, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to tell you, you know, what you want to know. Absolutely. Second, effort, okay? So, if I'm trying to communicate and spend time with you 
you know, exponentially more than you're trying to spend with me, uh, there's that's a red flag to me. You know, I want to know that someone is interested mm. in my time and that someone is interested in getting to know me. Communication, communication is huge. You know, I've started talking to, you know, females in the past where I would message them in the morning, we'd message a couple times, and then I wouldn't hear from them all day. And, you know, I understand everybody gets busy, but at the same time, if you're really interested in getting to know me, I believe that you should at least communicate like, hey, sorry, I'm busy, I'll message you later. You know, and I, I feel like a lot of my past relationships have lacked communication. I mean, I had one specifically, I remember... I would message her in the morning, hey, good morning, I hope you have a good day. And I literally wouldn't hear from her until like 4 or 5 in the evening. You know, and, and this is this was, you know, my last long-term relationship. You know, we were together for 11 months. And, and this is, and that goes back to another red flag that I ignored. You know, I wasn't being true to myself and the things that I expected out of that relationship. You know, I was ignoring those red flags. But, you know, now that's very important to me. You know, so that was a huge red flag that I should have picked up on. And I should have just, you know, been out after I addressed it because it was addressed multiple times and nothing was fixed. But, you know, those few things are very important to me. And, you know, I'm sure everybody has certain things that they expect out of a relationship and want from the other person. And I believe that, like, we should talk about it in the beginning. So I think now we're getting into love language. Okay. Right? Because, like, we're getting into the love languages. Because, like, at the end of the day, I also got to teach – I also got to show somebody how to love me just as much as they got to show me how to love them, right? Mm -hmm. So we know, and you and I know, obviously the people watching don't know, but, like, words of affirmation is my love language, right? Like, I will talk to you about this all day and like that's my love language and quality time like i want to spend quality time with you right like put your phone down right and like if we're spending time together you know don't be on your phone if you don't do this i'm not going to do that right if you come over to hang out with me like whatever like i'm putting my phone down right why because i'm spending quality time with you right whatever's happening on my phone if it's an emergency trust me somebody will get old of me right and like those are my love languages like something that you and i have talked about your love language is act of service mm -hmm. right so where you're like i want to do this for it and like help this person with this 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 and this i don't speak that right so like i don't know that language i it's it's foreign to me so at the same time I'm never going to know. So, like, let's fast forward. I'm in a relationship. Let's say I'm in a relationship with this girl, with somebody, and, like, here I go, and my and I'm speaking words of affirmation, and she's speaking, like, acts of service. Neither one of us are going to understand that he, what each other are saying because we're not communicating properly through that love language, right? Mm -hmm. Might be communicating through the words, but not the love language. So where I'm saying, like, why can't you see that like I love you and care for you and she's saying why can't you see it right because she's trying to show me through acts of service I'm trying to show her through these words where because I'm big on that right like you know if I'm you know I remember like I was in a relationship one time for like three years and every day for three years I texted her as soon as I left the house you know I would text her in the, you know I love you I hope you have a good day yada 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 
you know, and then I would text her throughout the day, but like I, I did that every morning, right? Every morning, like clockwork on my way to work, I, I felt it necessary to do. And for me, I was like, why can't you see? Because I'm going out of my way to make sure that I do this every day. And for her, it was meaningless, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's not something she spoke. And, and she didn't understand the acts, like the, that language. And she even told me that, right? Like, I don't, it doesn't register to me. To me, it's lost its value. So, again, if, 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 you, if we're in these relationships and we're not speaking that language with each other, and if I haven't taught you, this is my love language. And if you haven't taught me, this is my love language, then we're lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? I'm in the mustard trying to catch up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuck. And, like, I think that's where, where we're mis... I think that's where we're focusing on where we're saying, like, these are red flags. No, I don't think they are. I think, like... I think these are more of a we're miscommunicating through the love language because a red flag to me is like, oh, these behaviors are controlling. These behaviors, like behaviors to me, are red flags. You know what I mean? Did that light just flash like that on on camera? It did. Oh, that was great. Well, we lost a can a light. Yeah, it's all right. We got one left. But um, yeah, no, definitely. Love language is huge, and I think that so many people do ignore it. And, and like I said, Absolutely. everybody ignores. I shouldn't say everybody. I'm I'm not trying to categorize, you know, people and everything. But I know personally, I would ignore those things. You know, we get into a relationship sometimes, and we're so gung ho about making it work uh, by any means possible that we do ignore these things and. I know personally I can tend to drag out a relationship longer than, you know, it should have been going on. And that's just me. I feel like trying to have a control over it and trying to manipulate it into what I want it to be. But that love language is, that's definitely like something to think about. I remember my one ex, she had me download that app, the love language app. She's like, here, take this test. And I guess like I completely failed it, and you know we we. Well, were there's no pass or fail. How'd well, you fail? You failed her eyes. I guess so. I mean, there's it, no pass or fail grade. But it was like it was one of those relationships where there wasn't there wasn't really any passion or sure. you know it it definitely was one that shouldn't have been. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just like we just didn't connect on that level that is needed, you know, for growth. And um, the love language, though, I mean, mine, you're right. It definitely is like acts of service. And that's that effort. That's the effort that I'm talking about. You know, like I want someone to be able to go out of their way and just, you know, without me saying anything, just the smallest things like, hey, you know, like, like, you know, my girlfriend, you know, what was it? About a month ago or so, right after we first started talking, you know, she came and she brought me four candy bars you know four candy bars that you shouldn't be eating yeah yeah (laughs) but just like i didn't ask her for them and like that meant the world to me just you know for someone to go out of the way gift giving but yes that that language yeah and i mean it's it's still in my eyes it's act of service you know like sure that's the way that you know i i want to be shown that you care um, not not just by gift giving, but like going out of your way to to know that you're acknowledging me. 
and that's important. Ooh, that's a big word, acknowledgement, yeah. right? Like, that's big. Because, like, I think I'd, I can't say always, right? Because, listen, I've said this over and over again on some of these episodes. Sometimes I'm the toxic person in the relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not paying attention to their love language. And, like, you know, and at the end of the day, like, I also put on here, you know, about, like, the self-doubt. Like, I doubt myself a lot of, mm-hmm. like, man, maybe I'm not contributing enough to this relationship or maybe I'm not doing this right or maybe I'm not doing that right, right? And that's where my codependency comes in, right? And, like, nothing's worse than when you get two people together that are fucking codependent, right? Because mm-hmm. you got this relationship, right, where, like, they're here, I'm here, and, like, we have so much trauma going on. Like, I got trauma I got to deal with. They got trauma and insecurities they got to deal with. And they're bleeding into the relationship, but the relationship becomes so important that we're not focused on dealing with that trauma and stuff together. And then, like, that's kind of the definition of the codependent and where that codependency comes from, mm-hmm. right? Is we look for, if you're happy, I'm happy. You're sad, I'm sad. You're mad, I'm mad. Like, my emotions are now dictated by you. Like, I just want to make you happy. And, like, that's where I, I like, will doubt myself like man am i making this person happy oh my god they didn't acknowledge this so they must not be happy so i'm fucking up right and i know i said i wasn't going to curse as much and i just caught that as it came out but (laughs) and i'm like man now i'm messing up because like i don't feel like i'm making them happy because also at the end of the day my perception's jacked up right like i'm a drug addict too right and i think like part of like the addiction is our perception on things and like obviously because that's like one of the core roots of our disease of addiction but like my perception is so messed up that like sometimes like I lose focus of that right and it's like man I'm not making this person happy but like man in a relationship like you can be mad and have nothing to do with me mm-hmm. you can be sad have nothing to do with me and that's where like you and I like that's where like we were talking like that's what I have to work on communicating better, right? It's like if you're sad, I understand it has nothing to do with me, but I have to be there to comfort you. I have to be there to do that, and I I kind of almost want the same from that acknowledgement. You know what I mean? Yeah, and see, I feel like when there's correct communication, you're going to know that when someone's upset, it's, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah. And I believe that that's where the communication comes in. I mean, I've been in relationships in the past where, you know, they just be going through something and I'd be like, hey, you all right? I'm fine, you know, and and there's no communication (laughs) there about what's going on. So that's when those thoughts of um, self-doubt and you're like, am I making this person happy? You know, is this something I did? Is this why they're upset? Um, And not everybody wants to communicate their feelings and emotions, which is why we're here. (laughs) Or trapped emotion, right? <laughs> but I believe that you know when you build that bond in in a relationship with someone that it should it should come out you know fairly easily. Like yeah, you know, like I had a bad day. It has nothing to do with you. I'm just going through something. You know, I can talk about it here. You know, when when I feel more comfortable. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> but um. But it's that communication, you know, just just the simple things in communication, just letting me know, hey, yeah, I'm going through something, you know, you're good, it's just something happened at work, you know, when I'm ready to talk about it, we can talk later. You know what, that happened with you and I, 
<clears throat> right? And I'm going to tell the story. All right. Right? And because it goes deep, right? And it goes deeper than than anything. But, like, that just happened recently with you and I, right? So this is how this plays in our everyday life is relationships are not just the person you're sleeping with, right? Which is what people confuse, right? They go in – relationships are, like, my friends, my family, my everything. So I curse a lot, right? I do. I, I know that, right? And, like – and you and I were having a conversation, and you're like, bro, you know, you, you shouldn't curse as much. I would like you to, like, tone it down something. I'm like, man, fuck that, <laughs> right? I'm like, that, uh, this is who I am. Like, I'm not going to change who I am for that this. ego. Mm. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and and that's kind of what it, it was. a bruised ego. Yeah. Because I had a bruised ego because you were calling me on that. And, and I like, I knew the way you reacted that it was ego, which is right. why when you sent me that message, I didn't even reply to it. I'm right. like, I'm going to let him feel this out. So I got mad. And then as you and I were talking, and then we were on the phone together, and they don't know this and whatever. So I was like, bro, this got nothing to do with you. Because at the end of the day, like when I was a little kid, and like I remember going to speech class, right? And I had to go to speech class because we had moved up here from North Carolina and my accent was really bad, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I had to go to these speech classes. And then, like, on top of that, like, I speak with double negatives a lot. And it bothers me, right, that I do that. It, it does. It bothers me because... I ain't got no... Yeah, right? Like, it really <laughs> bothers me. But I do it without knowing that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember when I was a little kid doing that. And then, like, on top of that, it goes deeper than that because... You know, I had a, a family member, if you want to call him that, because I don't really think of them like family, and we'll get into that later, which because that's going to open up some doors that I'm going to have to, that's going to open up a fire I'm going to have to put out later down the road. Um, but, like, she used to, like, come over and talk about, like, and no offense to anybody listening, but she would tell me, like, as a little kid, right? Like, I was, like, eight, nine years old, and she's like, you're retarded, you're stupid, you're never going to be nothing, like, listen to your talking, like, and you're a bad kid, and, like, all this stuff like that, right? And, like, when you and I were talking, and you're, like, change your language, you weren't saying that, right? You weren't saying change your language. You were saying tone down the F-bombs, right? Which makes sense, right? And I'm, like, mad because I was reliving that moment, right? And, like, nobody knows that, right? And that's why, like, it's so important to have these communications in a relationship and understand, like, if I'm mad, then it ain't got shit to do with you, right? It has to do with me and probably something that happened in my childhood. Because, like I said, or even more, like I said in that, is, like, you know, I struggle with, in all reality, like, I don't even know where it's at and who cares. But, like I say, like, you know, I, I struggle with a lot of trauma that's happened to me throughout my life. And, like... In a sense, it's triggered very easily. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I feel like any kind of negative reaction I have to anyone is always a trauma response. Sure. You know, it has Absolutely. nothing to do directly with what they did to me because there are certain situations with people where they can say something to me that's offensive and I can just completely blow it off. But some people can say other things that maybe – aren't even as bad as what the other person said and I get so upset and I get very defensive about it. 
And that's one thing that I've learned in my shadow work, you know, working on myself and through my character defects that most of my responses to people that are negative have nothing to do with them. It's it's all internal. It's something that I went through that I haven't dealt with yet. It's a trauma response. And I think recognizing that in myself helps me to understand people and recognize it in other people, which we were talking about at Cook's Forest the other day and how... Yeah, but we recognize it in other people, just not in relationships. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, not intimate relationships, right? Because, yeah. yeah. like you said, we ignore those flags. Yeah. And, you know, I can get to a point with a person, especially, like, when I'm working and I'm delivering, and I got to go to this store, you know, with this manager that's it's always mean. I got one, um, specifically, she was this manager, and she was by the book. Like, you know, you took the stuff in there, you put it in a certain spot, you know, you did things in the order that she wanted you to do them in, or else, you know, she would get really snippy and get an attitude with you. And when she first did it to me, it triggered me. And I was just trying to get through checking all this stuff in. And she said something. I kind of got an attitude, and I said, you don't have to talk to me like that. And then we just kept it moving. And then she finished checking me in. I put everything away. And I realized, like, I, I was thinking, I was like, why did I do that? Why did I let that bother me? Because of Mr. Mooney. <laughs> I love Mr. Mooney. Mr. Mooney, if you're watching, I love you. I still do to this day. Yeah, I hold a resentment. But, but I go back, and I put everything away, and then as I'm leaving, I tell her goodbye. And I'm like, hey, goodbye. I hope you have a nice day with a huge smile on my face. After that, this woman has never been nicer to me. Every time I go in since then, she's asked me, how, how's it going? Like, this goes way back to before I bought this house. And she was at, she would ask me, hey, how's your new house going? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, what are you doing to it? And just so friendly. Killed her with the kindness. And yeah, you know, I realized that most of the time, the way that people are reacting to me could be a vibe that I'm putting off to Ooh. them. You know, so we literally reflect what we put out. You know, it's, it's you know, the yin and yang of the universe. You know, you get what you give, you know. there's all It's all run by positives and negatives. You know, whatever energy we put out, we always get back. The law of attraction. And, you know, so I try to be more aware and conscious of, of how I interact with people and why I have the response I do in certain situations. One thing I don't really understand is why I respond to my daughter the way I do sometimes. <laughs> I love her to death, but I'm telling you what, like sometimes she, you know, you know, she gets to me and I feel bad afterwards. And that's something that I'm actively working on because everybody knows I love my daughter, you know, yeah, she's been enough. her and I for so long and, you know, I love her to death and, you know, I think it's a lot, you know, we're the same person and I think I see some tendencies in her that I had in myself when I was a kid. So, you know, she's literally reflecting how I was I as a kid with my parents. Jealousy. I think it's jealousy. I think we might have to save that for another episode. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I feel like it's jealousy. I feel like because it has been you Who? and her for so long. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the whole relationship. I mean, even before I was in a relationship. Sure, but yeah, that might be, yeah. Let's do that on another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think this one, we've been going. Yeah. Because I, 
I, I don't want to go any further into this because part six is crazy. Mm-hmm. Part six is the realest shit I've ever wrote. And it's like the most honest I've ever been. Yeah. And like, so the next episode that we we're going to go into is really deep and it's a lot of character defects and it's a lot of things nobody knows about me. You know what I mean? Hell, I'm, you're just finding out stuff. I know. And we've known each other longer than just by anybody that I know. You know what I mean? Like, I've known you the longest out of everybody. And, like, you're just finding out stuff. So, I think, I think there's a good, I think that we'll save that for the next one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we were getting into your character defects. And, I mean, relationships is a, is a big part of our character defects. I feel like relationships is where, especially romantic relationships is where our character defects are displayed the most. Absolutely. You know, because we, we get so close and intimate with someone, but yet it's like, you know, we always hurt the ones that we care about the most. and We always react harsher to the ones that we care about most. So this was an important episode, I believe, just getting into the whole relationship aspect of it and, and showing up you know, our character defects, I should say, showing up and, you know, how to handle them. So I think we got a good episode here. And thank you all for tuning in. You know, this is episode four. We have a couple more coming for this season. And and that's it. So thank you. Like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trapped Emotions Podcast. Very important. Please, please, please. You'll get notifications for new content every week. You know, we put videos out every monday we're a little behind this week just because of the audio issues i hope you'll love it um hopefully we got the audio fixed to where you guys can hear us properly and everything and till then we'll see you next time yep stay tuned we're gonna you want to tell them that you know in the first episode we talked about some things so as we go through this journey we're gonna bring on somebody we're gonna bring my uncle on so Special guest. my uncle's watching this. He's been watching these, so I know he's watching. So he's coming on, and we're going to have that conversation that we did in the very first episode that came out. So it's going to be interesting to see that in action. But, yeah, man, I, I definitely hope that you guys like it. I hope you subscribe. Uh, stay tuned, man. We're going to get into some deeper, deeper stuff as we go on. Um, you know, absolutely, man. Uh, That's it, man. Right. Love you. Thank you for the support. Love you.